Hello, Eric. Oh, hi. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Hey. Hey, viewers so, and listeners. Hey, hey, video. Great to be here. Happy to be here. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. What about your um, audience? Eric, I was thinking about it. And I'm sorry that I'm stringing this on you, literally, <laughs> so, as we record the podcast. I asked before, and you were like, Eric, so I was thinking I have an idea for this podcast. And I was like, cool, what is it? And you're like, I'll tell you while we're recording. And I was like, Awesome. I want to know <laughs> I want to know your authentic thoughts. Okay. So here's the thing. So you know how we've been going through and we've been looking at the diagnostic criteria in the Correct. DSM? Yes. I was thinking about it. And it's January. Yes. Which is pretty much March. Yes. And you know what is happening in March? The new DSM comes out. It's true. And so I was thinking about it, Eric. And According to the DSM website, which I literally just had on my phone, and now I think I don't have on my phone anymore, and so I'm going to be mad about it. Um, they they are saying some pretty cool things about the old the old DSM, and uh, it sounds like maybe they're going to update a lot of the stuff that maybe we're bitching about. Oh, and so, so we're like complaining about something that they're about to fix. And yeah. So it's like, why? And so so I was thinking about it. I think maybe a more interesting thing to do would be to wait until the new one comes out. Yes. And okay. then uh like compare and contrast yeah and see like what if anything changes and like what if they what if anything they add what if anything yeah. they take away and then that way instead of just being like i'm so mad that it says seems and then it's like oh they definitely took that out like because <laughs> i just feel like those episodes are gonna be like really silly yeah i guess that that's that's true we'll be just complaining about stuff that's irrelevant yeah. now yeah you know that makes sense to me i'm, I'm that makes a lot it's, of sense to me yeah, yeah, yeah however in the interest of full disclosure yeah. i also have no solution as to what, we <laughs> what we'd actually do a podcast about uh see the fans baby it's just it's well great. what if we uh i was actually thinking about doing this later but i we can start doing it now what if we uh check the the ask at infinite quest podcast yeah do a little, .com, little q a and we just yeah we can yeah. do one we'll whatever we'll just play just it by ear little questions but we'll just run through them and, yeah. and maybe we'll do some quick answers maybe we'll do some long some long boys some long boys little little grab grab bagarino yeah are you done with that yeah sweet Hi everybody, it's me. <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> I forgot that part too. And it's me. Hi, yes, hi, hello. And it's me. Hey, Goo. And welcome back to Infinite Quest. Quest. Visual humor. Visual humor for the yeah. video. It'll we'll definitely upload right this time. Uh, okay. So it looks like today we're gonna be going through the email. This is a little is a listener some, segment. Listener, yeah. So oh, it's a, what do they call them? Um, a mailbag episode. Mailbag. A mail, uh, mailbag a episode. Bottle episode. Well, they're all bottle episodes. We. Have. That's. <laughs> What? Every single episode of our podcast is a bottle, a bottle episode. episode. Yeah, we have to stay in the room. Whoa. Interesting. That's fine. All right. Okay. Let's see. Okay, I have one. I have a really good right, one. What do you right got? Away. What do you got? Okay, so uh, uh, Sarah, not Sarah Huff, different Sarah. Different Sarah. Hi, uh, Sarah. Sarah, just S A R A, but I won't say their last name because it's kind of a sensitive question. Uh, I'm really struggling right now with my partner. My partner has ADHD and they use it as, as an excuse for their bad behavior all the time. And they don't take personal responsibility for the moments when they have hurt me. What should I do? Oh, I don't like that. Everybody has a personal responsibility exactly. to not be a dick to people. I don't, I don't like that. I don't one. care what your brain's doing. You got to like not that. be a dick to people. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. It's like a whole thing. <sighs> well, geez, I'm sorry. I mean, sh- <sighs> I guess it, you know your partner better than I do because I don't know your partner. But explaining to them like, "Hey, I feel you on all the the difficult ADHD stuff, the difficult mental health stuff. Like, I feel you on that. Sometimes it is hard 
to well don't say this but not be a dick to people <laughs> but you still can't i mean given the the, the explanations not excuses talk, yeah. like i'm happy to, to to hear explanations for why it's difficult for you to not do the behavior that you don't like um but you're not trying to hear excuses for why it's going to keep happening there's a, it, being mentally ill of any kind is not is not an excuse to be a jackass to, to paraphrase pete davidson saint pete davidson Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if talking to them is 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 what you decide to go with, then then yes, explanations, not excuses. Yeah, I think that I think yeah. I mean, I think I disagree. I mean, it's I just agree. I said I think that sounded like disagree, but I just agree. Um, I think like there's a really big difference between being like sometimes I struggle with you know frustration tolerance and sometimes i struggle with emotional dysregulation and therefore it is challenging sometimes for me to remain calm during an argument and saying uh i have adhd so you can't get mad at me if i yell and scream and and mm -hmm. and you know react in a way that is inappropriate mm -hmm. and so i think that's just it is i think that there has to be a absolute culpability you know what i mean it's like you yeah. cannot use adhd as an excuse for bad or abusive or inappropriate behavior because it's not yeah because that's the thing is like it's just not an excuse you know yeah and so i think like my real piece of advice is if this person's partner cannot take personal responsibility i think like a real honest answer is like don't write an email to a podcast write an email to a therapist because yeah. like it is not okay to be in a situation where you don't feel safe and you don't feel valued and you don't feel supported yeah i think have, having a moderator for that kind of discussion i think is, is yeah very useful sometimes it's not needed yeah um like hopefully you have a supportive part partner who listens in which case hearing you say it would be enough i mean not a, not just gonna snap you know, it doesn't just solve the problem immediately you're yeah. likely going to have to continue talking about it to to make sure that um, that new idea of explanations and not excuses is, you know, holds up over time. But if just talking to your partner doesn't work, then yeah, having a third party moderate the discussion and guide the discussion can be immeasurably helpful um, yeah. because then your partner doesn't, can't just say, oh, it's just you, like you're not whatever. Yeah. If you have a third party who can say like, no, you know, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't be a dick. I don't care how hard you're, you know, it, well, my example is always interrupting people. Like yeah. I f have the urge to interrupt people all the time, and I used to, but it's still rude to interrupt people, no matter how hard it is for you to not. So, anyways, I would so talk to them, and if not that, then I would strongly consider couples counseling. I think couples counseling is healthy for everybody. Yeah. Cool. Do you have a fun one? There's, I think there's I have a couple of like, yeah. really good ones. I saw one. We're gonna have to. I'm just now. I feel like a pressure to like entertain during the part where we like read through all the different emails. Um. Do, 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 do. There's so many good ones, though. Yeah, um, I know. I have another good one. Oh, do you? Wanna, yeah, go yeah. for it. What do you got? Let me get another one on deck okay. while you're talking about what you're saying. Uh, Shanae says, uh, oh, God, there's a lot of backstory. So I'm going to find the actual question. Hold on. <laughs> Shanae is wordy. We love, a, we, love a, we love an explanation. That's the best part, honestly. Okay, this is like a slight derailment. One of my favorite things about the ask at infinitequestpodcast.com is like people will just come on and they will just tell like these like lovely stories about like their lives and like how much they enjoy the podcast and whatever. And it's just like so gratifying because like sometimes like I just read the emails and I'm like, oh, I'm not the only person who does that. And it's like, I know that's like literally our job, but it's still like really, really nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just really cool. 
Um, oh gosh. <laughs> Do you have one? Oh, I had one person. This person just says, hey, I think I understand. John says, hey, I think I understand what interoception is, but I've never heard it described just in plain English. Can you guys talk about this on the podcast? Yeah. Interoception? Hell yes. Um, interoception is basically your ability to figure out, well, I'm trying to figure out, like, I, I want to do plain English, but I also don't want to be, like, lying. Um, interoception, you can roughly think of as your ability to understand the signals of your own body. It's being able to recognize if you're hungry, being able to recognize if you're thirsty, if you're tired. Um, it can be surprisingly difficult sometimes. Like, have you ever like thought you were really hungry and you're like, Oh God, I'm starving. I got to go get a snack from the fridge. And then you drink a glass of water and you're like, Oh, I was thirsty actually. Like that happens to me all the time. So interoception is, is roughly that is being able to understand the internal stimulus of your body. That's fascinating to me what? on a number of different levels. What? That you get hunger and thirsty. Oh, all the time, especially late at night when I get like munched up and I'm like, Ooh, I need a little snacky snack. Yeah. You know, I'll start like doing it and then I'll be like, all right, let me just, let me drink some water just to make sure. And then I'll drink water. I'm like, nope, that's what it was. It's just thirsty. <laughs> it's really weird. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Also what uh, tired and angry. Yeah. I miss, I'm, I'm, I mix up those two a lot because <laughs> like I'll be tired and then something will happen and I'll be like, how dare something completely reasonable happen right now. And I'm like, oh, that means I'm tired. <laughs> I, I get really, really hangry. But when I get hangry, oh, I don't do actually get hangry. I get like hang depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But the problem is also like my hunger response is broken. And so like it's really, really hard for me to tell if I'm hungry or if I'm tired or sad or depressed or whatever. And so it's really frustrating because the only time that I'm like actually like, oh, I'm hungry is if I'm like starving and I like need to eat. It's like the only time because mm. this was just like food is like a thought. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And it's really annoying. That's something like, I struggle with a lot, too. Yeah, I don't I don't eat unless I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, and then, you but know? then you're all like grumpy and like yeah. mad. And I like and that's why like I cry all the time is because I'm just hungry. Like a little, I'm a little, a little baby. That's good. It's not. It's true though. I've known you for too long to just be finding that out now. Whenever I get really frustrated and like overwhelmed, I cry. But a lot of times, I'm not actually crying because I'm frustrated and overwhelmed. I'm crying because I'm hungry. Really? Yeah. It's like a real thing in my life. Like I will have like a fucking meltdown about shit in my car, and then I'll like re like and I'll think about it, and I'll realize like I haven't eaten for like the entire day. But I will be like screaming and crying in my car about like whatever, like traffic or whatever. And then I have to take that step back and be like, oh, it's because I've like have once again forgotten to eat. Wow. But yeah, that's why I cry so much. Huh. Well, Bubs, just so you know, now when you're crying, I'm going to insist on feeding you. And that is not me saying, oh, the only reason this is happening is <laughs> I'm not invalidating. <laughs> I'm not saying, oh, you're just hungry. That's what I'm just trying to make sure that there, you know, if there is any component part of it that has to do with hunger, then we're taking care of that. So if I ever feed you when you're crying, that, it's not because I'm like... listener, is a plan coming to fruition. You were at this whole thing. I no, can I'm hear you. I, don't, I know you were close to the mic. <laughs> I know, I was just being a shithead. And thank you for talking quietly when you're close to the mic, so I don't have to no, edit too much. It was a secret. Yeah. It was the, see, the joke, Eric, was that I said that so you would feed me more often. Yes, oh, I got it. I got hilarious it. hilarious. I little, like feeding you. It's a little, little humor. I enjoy it. I also, it's, it's funny. You're also an insanely good cook. Well, thank so. you. Um, it's also weird, like, the, the associations that can come from troubles with interoception. Like, I, I have a hard time realizing that I'm hungry until I am, like really hungry you know that feeling like when you walk up the stairs and you're like your muscles are burning yeah and you're like geez am i that out of shape or oh i haven't eaten in 30 hours or something yeah. like that like 
often days I don't eat until then. Yeah. Um, and so then the only time I eat during a day or when I finally do eat, it's right before bed. So I'll eat and then go to bed. So now after like years of that, my brain associates eating with going to bed. So like, even if I eat like a reasonable light meal in the middle of the day, like you get real sleepy immediately afterwards, I'm like, all right, time to take a big old fat nap, you know, which, you know, <laughs> but not so like, not just like food coma, but like any amount of food, my body's like, all right, time to take a nap. And so now <laughs> when I'm, when I do realize I'm hungry during the day, I'm like nervous. I'm like, oh fuck. Like I notice I'm hungry. I should eat, but I know if I do, right. then I'm just going to be in na nappy sleepy time mode and I got other stuff to do. <laughs> so then you put off eating so, then so I put you off don't eating. get sleepy. Exactly. So it was like accidental at first. And now sometimes, I don't know if deliberate is the word, but like sometimes, well, no, yeah, deliberate. Sometimes I do deliberately put off eating because at least until I'm like done with work for the day mm -hmm. so that I'm not like, it's not like two o'clock and I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, although I do totally take naps. I'm looking for uh, a word that I can find, and it's driving me like to say kabonkers. Yeah, because I want to ask you a question, but it's fine. Uh, also, I can cut in between questions, by the way. So if we just want to get a clean, so oh, so no, asks, I was, then I, I was cut that. honestly, I was gonna go off on a little tangent about interception because I think it's really interesting. Oh yeah, sure, I got a about... clean. Yeah, go for it. That's fine. No, um, I mean, so I'm just really interested because like we can do more questions in a second, but. Like, are there other places where interoception, like, weirdness, like, shows up in your life? Almost certainly. I mean, I think the hard, the weirdest part about it is that it's really hard to notice yeah. because it's your own. It's all internal. It's all yeah. your own brain, like, trying to decode your own internal signals. Yeah. And so, like, I think um, tiredness and depression and tiredness and anger, definitely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I think I'm really depressed... Well, sometimes when I'm tired, I'll assume it's depression and then actually get depressed because I'll I will have just, you know, willed myself into depression. Um, I think that's definitely the case. Um, uh, thirst and hunger. Oftentimes I can't tell if I'm thirsty or if I'm hungry. So I just have to do both. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say it. What? I just want to talk about it, Eric. Yeah, this what? is a podcast. It's my podcast. Come clean. I'm going to come clean. <laughs> what do you got? I forget to pee all the time. Do you? I forget to pee all the time. I never know if I have to pee. It's the weirdest huh. thing. That's why, like, that's why I, like, con that's why I always announce it. Like, it's true. <laughs> I'm going have you to ever pee. noticed that? Where I, I go, I, I have am, to pee. Yeah. And the reason why I go, I have to pee. I That's the reason why I do it is because, like, I'm, like, reminding myself that, like, that's what that feels like. Because I just forget. Huh. I just forget to pee all the time because I don't think about it. And also because I, like, never drink water. And so I'm always just walking around like a little shriveled up raisin gremlin. <laughs> but, like, it's like a whole thing in my life is I, wow. I constantly forget well, to that's, pee. That's strange. You, urination. Um, and, well, peeing and my ADHD. My earliest memory that I can think of where I was like, oh, that was definitely ADHD, but I didn't know it at the time. Well, I've probably told this story on the podcast before, but it was second grade. I was doing bullshit homework. Um, where they just had us write the same word. I remember specifically because I complained about it. It was 20 <laughs> words. We had to write 20 words three times each, so 60 words. And for that, for me, that was a lot at the time. Anyways, I had to sit down and write these words. And I was like, this is the most pointless fucking God. Ugh. But anyways, I was sitting down trying to do it. And I couldn't sit still, so I went up and I went to the bathroom. Like, I actually went to the bathroom. Then I came back and sat down. And as soon as I looked at the worksheet again and, like, started working again, I was like, oh, I, I still have to go to the bathroom and then I would go and I'd be like, I wouldn't have to go. And then I would sit back down and be like, oh, every time I sat down to work, I thought I had to go to the bathroom. My brain was like, time to go to the bathroom. Like, oh, my God. And so I told my mom, I was like, mom, I don't know what's up, but like, 
I constantly, every time I sit down at work, like I constantly feel like I have to pee. And my mom was like, huh. And this, this was their like thing to tell if I was being really serious or not. They were like, oh, we should go to the doctor. You know, because I hated yeah. to going to the doctor. Yeah. Who likes going to the doctor? So then it was that was like they're calling me out, and then I was like, "No, nah, it's it's probably fine. It's probably fine." And I don't know what the fuck if I end up finishing the worksheet or not. Maybe I didn't. But either way, like that, my ADHD trying to get me to get up was just searching for any excuse to get yeah. up, and so I associated that feeling with having to pee because that like surely that could that's the only possible reason that I would need to get out of the chair right now. It was weird. Second grade. I I'm really interested, and this is like we need to get somebody more qualified than us to come on and talk to us about this but i'm also like really interested in like the combination of like interoception and like alexithymia which was the word i couldn't remember oh. which is uh like struggling to recognize like emotions like what emotions you're feeling but the problem is is that eric 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 so much of that shit is connected for me that is like really frustrating because i never i like i'm in therapy we're doing fine (laughs) but like i struggle with that so much and i think part of it is because like i'm constantly going between ideas Mm. and not necessarily the emotions and so it's like if i'm sad i'm sad but my brain is also going like oh you're sad but like what can we do to fix it is there a problem like what can you do and so i'm never actually like processing the sad i'm just thinking about the solutions for like sad or whatever Mm. But also, like, oh, we're we're doing a video podcast. Ha-ha! Oh, so you can show stuff. I can, I can show my face. Oh, nice. But, like, when I got this, it was, like, a joke, right? What, like, what, what is it for those who are not oh, watching? I got a, a giant pillow, but it's a feelings wheel, wheel pillow. But the thing is, is that, like, I got this kind of as a joke. Because I was like, that's, a, that's arguably, like, a really fun thing to have, like, in my office. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But then I realized that, like, you know, at the very, like, center of it, they've got sadness surprise joy love fear and anger and i think it's yeah it's the same on both sides um i don't even have those i don't even (laughs) have those like my like center of my feelings wheel is like sad or happy and that is like it there's like no that's it there's no other like nuance to it and then half the time it's like i'm hungry or i'm sleepy or i haven't had enough water or i have to pee or whatever like i have no idea what is happening 90% 90% of the time. Huh. And you attribute that to the fact that you're thinking your feelings? I think. I don't, like, I re- <laughs> I don't know why. I have, We haven't gotten there in therapy yet. Huh. <laughs> to let well, you know. I, I but mean, it's, it's such a problem in my life. Huh. That's, I mean, I don't want to say, like, I agree, it's totally a problem. But, like, yeah, I can I can see that. Absolutely. But, but, you know, it's like, okay, like, you got all these, like, the little, the little small ones, right? It's like, okay, you've got... Well, so first off, again, to anybody not watching this, a feelings wheel is in the very center. There are, like, five or six very like broad... Like, big emotions. Yeah, anger, sadness, whatever. Right. Then each of those, like, it moves out in the wheel, and that is subdivided into, like, three different things. Like, maybe yeah. anger is frustration or whatever. Yeah. And then on the very outside are each of those it's subdivided like... into a couple more. So those are, like, the most specific yeah so we'll do like a heavy one so like joy and like this is like just a feelings wheel like there's a lot of different like versions that are fundamentally the same but so there's like joy and then joy expands into like enthralled elation enthusiastic optimistic proud cheerful and then two i can't read because it's yellow on white um you know and then like that's like so that's like the like the smaller ones and then like the smallest smallest ones are like rapture enchanted jubilation euphoric zeal again i guess uh excited hopeful eager 
uh, uh, illustrious, triumphant, wow. fistful, jovial. Wow. And I'm just like, bitch, I barely know if I'm happy. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? And well, it's weird. It's weird. And it's, it's just for me, I just I spend a lot of time thinking about like how much it is connected to just my absolute lack of awareness when it comes to like what is going on in my body at all times. Well, I mean, I've, I've often I, I it was a very clarifying thing to me when I first thought this. And uh, there's definitely an argument against this. You know, I'm not saying this is capital T true, but I think I think this often that very often time our thoughts are just our words layered over emotion. So I think emotions without words is one of the healthiest things on. If you can feel an emotion That's without actively That's thinking in your head, what the fuck are you talking then about? Then you just have the pure emotion because words are not meant for emotions necessarily. Like we use words to think logically and critically and all that stuff. But emotions are just these big blobs that exist in our nervous system. And those blobs are part of us. And so they turn into language. And then we start thinking about the reason I feel this way is because I'm a huge piece of shit and my parents never loved me and all this weird <laughs> shit. And it's like, just let the feeling be the feeling. You don't need to to layer thoughts. And I'm not saying that's easy to do. It's not like realizing that or thinking that suddenly solves everything. But that was a huge moment in my life when I started realizing that I thought everything, everything I felt, I thought my depression was a train of thought. But really, after a while, I, after I got better at like not thinking out loud in my head, I realized, oh, no, no, no. Depression is like a weird sludgy feeling in my throat and a tingly feeling in my arms. And like it has all these other characteristics that are much simpler than all the webs that we spin in our head because it gets fucking confusing up there once we start putting words in it. That's all made up and I reject all of that. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it is all made up. You can That's totally disagree with it. That's fine. How do you just feel things? Well, it's amazing. Dude, there was an episode... When That's I, not real. How did like I don't believe you? Do, do you challenge? Do you believe that certain people don't have an internal monologue or can turn off their internal monologue? I mean, I'm aware of that. I'm aware that certain people don't have like the well, same way that like I can't picture shit. Right. In my well, brain. I'm not talking about that. I yeah. don't mean they're incapable of. I mean they have an internal monologue and then they can stop it. That's also not and real. have it just be quiet in their challenge. head. Challenge. That's totally. I mean, people that have claimed real? that it's true. Yeah, you could just be like, "Nah, yeah. we're we're gonna be quiet now." It takes a lot of practice, but yeah. What? Well, there's there's an episode the of fuck are you talking about? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yes. <laughs> Ah, yes. Here we go. The scientific resource. Well, it's good to learn from everywhere. Take your wisdom wherever it is. Um, <laughs> but I was a kid. I was probably nine or ten. And there's an episode of Dragon Ball Z where uh, Gohan, uh, who's like this, you know, he's a kid, uh, is walking into like the hall of the terrifying demon thing. And it's, it's sort of a Ghostbusters situation where whatever the person is thinking about at that time is going to be their demise. So it's like exactly a Ghostbusters thing, actually. Um, so anyways, Gohan walks in um, and the demon's like, like, whatever you're thinking about now is and like, huzzah, and like does it and nothing happens. And Gohan's just like looking at him, like confused or whatever, just looking at him. And the demon goes, huzzah, and then still nothing happens. And the demon thing is like, what the fuck? And then it like stares at him and goes, there's nothing going on in your head. Like there's, you're not thinking about anything. You're not like, you're just watching me and that's it. And at the time, well, first off that blew my fucking mind. And at the time I was like, oh, Gohan's fucking stupid. <laughs> like That's what I thought. I was like, oh, Gohan's so stupid that this thing couldn't conjure up his thoughts to kill him. But then I realized like, no, 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 no. Like this guy is a martial arts master. Like he meditates, he fucking practices mindfulness and shit or what we now call mindfulness. Like he has nothing going on in his head because 
He has nothing to think about. What do He's you, just existing in that moment. What do you even do? What? What do you even do? I don't know. That's that's the nope. Moving on. Well, here, next well, question. All right, all right. Just because you're uncomfortable, and here. I want, I want to, with your <laughs> consent, can I can I plug into this a little bit? Fine. Um, so when I started thinking about mindfulness and like reading up on it, um, the best method for me to turn off my internal monologue, which for one, you can't turn off in that you like force it to turn off. Right. You can't just go stop thinking. It's like don't think about an elephant. You know, it's right. it doesn't work that way. But the way that I get into it is wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, um, I'll listen. I start with listening. Um, I listen to the sounds that are going on around me, whatever they are, rustling trees, cars going by, my computer fan, whatever it is. Um, but listen to it non-judgmentally. Don't think about whether or not you like it or don't like it. Don't think about whether you would, you could, you know, you would stop it if you could just completely matter of factly, just acknowledge that that's what you're hearing and just listen. I'm I'm being quiet, so you, dear listener, can do that. Hold on, quiet, 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 quiet. It's hard to not have opinions on what you're hearing, right? But practice doing that. Just have no opinion. Just matter of factly listen to it. Then realize that you can listen to your thoughts in the same way. So so just like the cars going by are, are just coincidental. They're I don't like them or dislike them. They're just what's happening. So too are your thoughts as you think things a lot of the time. I mean, unless you're solving a math problem, but like the chatter in our head, as Adam Watts would say, or Alan Watts would say, like that stuff just kind of happens through habit. And often it's inconsequential. It's just our brain doesn't know how to stop thinking. So it just fucking has to all the time. And we get really bogged down in what our brain says in those moments. And so it's good to be able to remember that a lot of times your car, your, your thoughts are just like cards, cars going by. Like they're just happening. You're not the thought. You're not the car. Like the cars are something, a, a piece of stimulus that you're making for yourself. So if you find yourself thinking while you're doing that, of course you are. It's okay. But don't surrender to it. You aren't the thought. The thought is just a little thing flying by and it'll go away and another one will come along. Anyways, I know you hate me right now, but it's because you know on some level I'm right. It's because I already am thinking about the computer fan and the cars driving by and the fucking desk moving and the chair clicking i'm already thinking about that anyway why do i have to pay more attention to it it's boring well no because you're, you're you see it's boring that's the thing let's you're, you're you're not happy with the fact that you're hearing those things the point is to listen to them and just have no and this isn't something to do while you're doing something else <laughs> this is something to do when you're not doing anything so not when you're recording a podcast but like it's when you're just sitting there Right. which I doubt you ever really do anyways. No. I don't either. I'm not saying you're wrong for doing it. I'm criticizing like, oh, yeah. myself too. For my copious amounts of free time where I can sit and listen to the computer fan <laughs> and not feel any feelings about it. No, but I mean, I feel your frustration because it's 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 it sounds... It's frustrating when somebody is obnoxious and right. It's really fucking frustrating. It really is. And, and like, you're usually both at the same time. Thanks very it's much. I appreciate it. I will take that. Um, but like somebody explaining something like what I just explained... Yeah. It's fucking obnoxious. It's like, ugh, God, like, that's so easy. Like, how dare you trivialize my my thoughts? My thoughts shall be cast in stone, for I am a unique... My thoughts are important. Like, I'm sorry, but most of your thoughts are not important. <laughs> All, no matter who the fuck you are, I don't care who, most of your thoughts are not important. Most of them are just happening because it's a habit that you do, is just think all the time. Sorry, but it's true. <laughs> most of my thoughts aren't fucking important. So if anybody wants to buy Eric's mindfulness uh, self-help tapes it's entitled. called Your Thoughts Aren't Important, 
most uh, of your thoughts most are important. Most of your thoughts are important. Uh, it is available for 17 easy payments of $19.99. You can <laughs> Venmo us. Jesus Christ. Start a Kickstarter. <laughs> We're going to start a Kickstarter for Eric's self-help tape where it's just Eric, like, kind of yelling at you a little bit. Well, not kind of yelling at you, but, like, well, that's the feeling that I feel when, when I hear stuff like that is, like, how dare you trivialize the because human the human experience is trivializing it though but the language can sound that way i don't think you think i am but the language can sound that way i see i see what you're saying and like the human experience is like vivid and harsh and exciting and like all those sorts of stuff shout out mary oliver um but and to hear somebody say like you know just stop like you're not going to die if you don't have the thoughts that you're going to have for the next 10 minutes it's kind of angering it's like well fuck you like because I, I mean, I have a lot of fun thinking. Thinking is very fun for me a lot of the times. But a lot of the times I'm just doing it because, I don't know, just talking to myself. Chatter in the brain, as Ellen Watts would say. I, I was talking about this on my Twitch stream the other day, but I still think this is really funny and I want to talk about it. What do you got? What do you got? So I was talking about how sometimes like I'll just, I do like the opposite of mindfulness, I think. is like, I, I don't know if there's like mindlessness. I don't know. Um, mind emptiness i don't know uh <laughs> but like i'll I'll do this thing where sometimes i'll just start thinking about a topic and then it's almost sort of like a like an idea web or like just like a you know like uh what's it called when you just like throw ideas out free like, association yeah like free association so i was like doing like free association because it's fun right because no, yeah. i'm just like oh we're like oh okay i'm thinking about like i was specifically thinking about parking at the globe theater in the 1600s because it was like a whole thing with like parking they had a lot of parking problems at the globe theater which i think is really funny but anyway um it's because a, there was a, a law school like right next to like where the globe was and so all the rich lawyer students would come and they would bring their carriages and take up all the parking and so then all the rich people it does it is like a whole thing. that's interesting i know right you never it's think of fascinating like those time periods um, having municipal problems well but. here's the okay and okay you know what this is a better story than what i was gonna say but so somebody wrote a research paper on it but they to get this but they what they really wanted to talk about was they wanted to talk about like how many carriages could have like like literally like how many parking spaces were like around the globe theater it was just like a question they wanted to answer and so no, oh sorry this is this was recent or the, this was at the time this, no no this no, no. this written. is like this is like in the 2000s okay um and so there's like this grad student who was like working on this paper about parking at the globe and there is in london there is one there is one carriage there's one extant carriage from that specific like year that still exists and it was like a very sort of popular like make and model you know it's like your toyota corolla or whatever and there's one that exists and it exists at the archbishop of canterbury's like dwelling like wherever he estate. lives i believe estate. It, i believe if that's your title it's, then it's called an estate and so <laughs> so this fucking kid called the Archbishop of Canterbury's office. I was like, hello, can I speak to the Archbishop of Canterbury? And they're like, sure, fam. So they put the Archbishop of Canterbury on the phone and this kid like explains, like student, he was a kid, he was like in grad school. But so the student proceeds to explain to the Archbishop of Canterbury that he's like wanting to figure out this like problem about the carriages. And the Archbishop of Canterbury literally goes like, say no more, fam. And he like went and he got like a measuring tape out of like the janitor's closet Aww. and personally measured. Wow. Personally measured the carriage for this guy so he could like get the right measurements. And then the only reason this story exists, the only reason why this story is now known was because he went to his dissertation committee and he was like, I have a source, but I don't know how to quote it. And they're like, well, what's the source? He's like, well, the Archbishop of Canterbury. And they're like, okay, well, like what book? He's like, no, I called it. 
And they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I called the Archbishop of Canterbury and got these measurements. And so um, I don't know how to cite that in my in my dissertation. And his committee was like, I'm sorry, you fucking called the Archbishop. You did what? And he was like, yeah, it was really nice. That's it. That's the whole story. But aren't you happy that you know that now? Yeah. So one time the Archbishop of Canterbury uh, uh, measured a carriage to help a kid with his homework. That's inspiring. It's like when you email somebody you think is like too important right? to respond and then they do and you're like, whoa. Like yeah. when fucking Ruth Goodman was on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no way. But, That's just, yeah. you know. I think Ruth Goodman would like that story. I think Ruth Goodman would very much like that yeah. story. Absolutely. What? What? How much time do we have left? I miss Ruth Goodman. That's, I, I miss Ruth sorry, Goodman. Sorry, I was about I to make you. a whole podcast about... Okay. We're, uh, we're, we're about done here. We're, oh, we're at just, okay. just about 30. I'll, okay, then it doesn't matter. No, 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 please, sweetheart. No, it's okay. we gonna... We're just taking a half hour. It's okay. Okay. It doesn't matter. It'll be a cliffhanger for, okay. for next week. The Come back next Tuesday for... Free association and <laughs> director's commentary. Yeah. Well, I also, I wanted to clarify, because I, I tend to do this for qualify. Maybe this is a qualification. I don't know. Um, but I'm not saying all thoughts are bad and you're wrong for thinking or any of that stuff. I know. I just think, well, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to, this, oh, to dear to listener. listeners. Um, I'm just saying that a lot of times we think just out of habit, not because we're doing it intentionally. That's if you intend, if you're like, fuck you, I like thinking all the time, then fucking great. You know, but Do I think that. we often think more than we intend to out of habit. And that's worth addressing. I'm just going to continually give you fun stories about the archbishop of canterbury to avoid having to talk about feeling my feelings haha i tricked you oh you did you did trick me this time i did i distracted you with a delightful story about carriages and And then you got me with the time i did oh you were saved by the bell and the carriage and the archbishop of canterbury (laughs) if we just you called him right now should we call the archbishop of canterbury (laughs) you know you know what i want eric i was thinking about it this is not we it's uh i really think that next year um like around thanksgiving we should make a series of calling the butterball hotline oh yeah and like being very like like open about it be like we're doing a podcast where we just want to talk to everybody who works for the butterball hotline can you answer these three questions for us and just ask three like very specific questions but i think it'd be a really fun series that would be really fun yeah that'd be fun yeah yeah (laughs) what what three questions you have in mind i don't know like like first off how did you get this job what's the weirdest question you've ever been asked and what's your best piece of like I was thinking, like, if you could talk to your five-year-old self, what would you say? Oh, that's so deep. Yeah. That's oh, a lot yeah. deeper than I wanna, the I want to I want to break these Butterball Hotline people. <laughs> I want tears. I want <laughs> to. It's like, Eric is making these, like, 60-year-old grandmothers cry <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fucking monster. Do you feel that you said everything you wished you had to your father? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. Sorry. What is wrong with you? Anyways, stay tuned for the Patreon song. <laughs> Well, everybody, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Also, Eric, we changed how we started recording, and now we're also changing how we're doing the Patreon I know. song. And it's, I'm just saying it's very different. It is very different. It's, I'm uncomfortable. It's okay. It's we're doing, you're doing fine. You're okay. doing great. You're uh, doing great. Okay. Uh, 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 so, hey, everybody. Um, oh, God, I just biffed that. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm usually <laughs> so on that side. It's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's okay. It. You do okay. it. Well, hi, everybody. That's it for this week's <laughs> Infinite so Quest. I'm so weirded out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you like the work that we do both here and elsewhere on the TikToks and the, what, and the, and the quest crafts and the, all the whatevers, please do consider becoming a member of our Patreon. You can find our Patreon at Patreon slash infinite quest and if you join our patreon no matter the level no matter the 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 buckaroo bonsais i don't know where i was going with that that was the weirdest thing i've ever said doesn't matter what you do you still get your name in a song that's what i was trying to say 
That's what I was trying to say, but I messed up because I'm not on that side. I'm still weirded out. It's okay. But here's the thing. It's all right. Eric and I, uh, we sit down and we practice these songs. Yeah. We write meticulously mm-hmm. uh, good lyrics. With, a, with and, a, like a plume, with a feather yeah, quill Yeah, we, get, we actually write it on um, actual vellum. And then we, we show it to like Salieri and he like yeah, drops it on the floor. We call the Archbishop of Canterbury for his blessing. That's <laughs> great. Uh, and just, Anyways, it goes a little something like this. Oh, man, I was, I was going to do that. This week, we have a few new patrons to thank, but I can't thank them because Eric is laughing. I am. If you're watching the video version, which maybe will work, you will see it. But if you're not, that's okay. We appreciate you anyway. Malia and <laughs> God damn it, Eric. We gotta give them names. So thank you to Malia and Gigi. And also Megan and M and Deacon. Also, top knot. Top knot. It's top knot. You're top knot. You're top knot. You know who you are. Deacon. Deacon. You got a top knot. Along with Gigi and Malia and Megan. Don't forget our friend and Malia. And also top knot. Malia and Gigi and Megan and Malia and Deacon and M and top knot. Sarah Jesus Christ I've never felt more connected to you than in this moment Katie oh god oh my god I'm gonna cry that was so wholesome that was really wholesome if you get that joke <laughs> then you are an og podcast listener that was so nice and if you're watching the video you will see that katie and i just looked at each other and it somehow communicated what note we were gonna sing exactly what we were gonna say what beat we were gonna start <laughs> that was brilliant katie oh my that god that was like jazz baby jazz oh, is that what jazz feels I like i feel like fucking bill evans and miles davis oh right my here god. i call bill evans cool can i be big spider back sure from all of us here at Infinite Quest, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week on Tuesday. And as always, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, take your meds, eat some food, drink some water. And remember that we love you. Why was that last part so much disjointed? Because did it in the wrong order. I didn't know. I, yeah, I never do the you, end part. You eat a snack, then yeah. you take your meds, then you okay. drink some water to wash it all down. Oh. Then you be kind to yourself, then you be kind to others, and then you remember that we love you. Okay. All right. I mean, you can do it in whatever order like is most comfortable for you and your systems and your structures, but that's life. But I feel like they should be kind to themselves and others the whole time. Yeah, but that's like that's why it's last, so they like remember. Okay.